What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype. 247, we're getting close to the National. Would love to see you guys all out at the National. We're going to be doing free breaks, free shirts, lots of stuff going down at the National. We'll be recording uh, content there as well. So, But we'd like to meet you guys. Comment on the video below if you're going to be coming out to the National. We'd love to see you guys. we got a lot of stuff going down. We're going to make our debut on Loop this Friday with Prism Basketball. Great way to kick it off. Prism Basketball releases this Friday, 21-22. Cody's going to be live over there on Loop. We're going to have special price packs for you guys and boxes. Limited supply over there on Loop. And uh, download the app. Get ready to jump on there and get some great deals for Prism and help us kick off Loop. Cody, how excited are you for Loop, man? I'm the app looks great. Very excited. Very, very excited. Uh, I love that it's coinciding with prism basketball release day obviously like a huge huge day in the hobby uh it's gonna be very very fun i can't wait to do it and uh yeah like you said i mean we're gonna be offering some of the best deals you can find for prism basketball on release day so can't wait to do it come hang out with us download the app l-o-u-p-e i always make sure to tell people it's don't spell it o-o-o-p-e l-o-u-p-e that's how we keep things unique and uh you know that's uh, everybody's got to you know uh their apps all have to be like a unique spelling nowadays so you know you got to keep it that way exactly got to get kept in the loop but not spelled that precisely. way precisely uh but we also they're going to be doing the special bounty thing for uh that day as well so stay tuned for that yeah um, a, a favorite of ours as yeah, well so exactly. it's, it's like they knew it's, it's it was crazy you know? it, i'm assuming it like center, i don't know if we can say it yet but yeah i, I, know, I, I, I won't say nothing I, I think i know nothing. it centers around uh, dennis smith jr right that's correct. Okay, yeah, well, Dennis Smith I, Jr. Bounties. I, I, I figured. I don't I figured. know if he's even going to be in the set. <laughs> I, I, fi I figured. That's, I why mean, it's, that's why it's a tough bounty. It's really hard to come by. Really hard to find him in there. If you do, it's a million dollars. It really actually, is worth I don't, it. 600 I, name checklist. He's not on there. Actually, I, 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 don't, I don't think he is. I think we're all laughing, but the guy the guy's a, the guy's a beast. He'll, he's going to catch on somewhere. We're actually – the Warriors need a guy like, you know – fill that slot right there. You can be a warrior, be a nice we, little role player. Are we really saying Dennis Smith Jr. is the missing piece right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, they're going to get him, absolutely. and then he's going to get paid $28 million from Portland. So that's what's going to happen. But the, yeah. ne the next Gary Payton. Yeah. That is actually a nice career trajectory for uh, for D, D. Smith Jr. You know? Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know about that because he was a he was a top lotto. He was a top lotto pick. Yeah. Oh. So, and where is he now? If the Warriors came, if the Warriors came knocking and say, "Hey, DSJ, <laughs> you want to sit at the bottom of the bench? Maybe get another, maybe get a ring, not another ring, a ring." He's like, "Sign, sign me up. I'm in." He's no Dennis the Menace, but I did want to promote the MojoBreakShop.com. We got another discount code for you guys. Already got some great cheap wax on mojo break shop that is the site where you buy wax we ship it to you you open it up and show off your big hits and that code is going to be fireworks for the month and it's a flash code it's going to save you 10 percent off on boxes that are already discounted guys so use that code fireworks and speaking of fireworks later in the show we had jeremy come by he was the guy that hit the mac jones one of one shield and he came by and he talked about it he picked it up in person it was very exciting so we got that interview here coming up later in the show. But I wanted to kick, it, uh, kick things off talking about high-end baseball. 2022 Tops Definitive is here, releasing today. Did not think it was going to come out with the holiday week, but it's here. We've been breaking it. Some awesome cards. Uh, Dan, what? tell us about Definitive and why you love it. Well, let me tell you about Definitive, Doug. Um, <laughs> it, it, year in and year out, is there a better 
baseball release. I I don't think so. No. Um, Diamond Icons is pretty good. Diamond Icons is pretty good, but it it ain't no definitive. There's no way around it. This this is the marquee high end release for baseball. It does it, it it doesn't get any better. It's got it all. It does. It ha- and it has a great checklist. You have Wander, you have O'Neill Cruz, you have Bobby Witt, you've got the big name rookies in there. Also, you've got plenty of Aaron Judge, who possibly could be the MVP this year. Uh, I saw YG pull a triple Reggie Jackson, Don Mattingly, and Aaron Judge all on card. Fantastic. So they have great pairings of duels and triples. Was that to be random because the Reggie was Oakland? No. Why would they put Reggie on Oakland? He's Mr. October because he was on the Yankees. Yeah, according to him, he's got more allegiance to the California Angels than he does the Oakland A's uh, yeah, at this point. Yeah, I, I think of I think of Reggie. I think disrespect. Of Baltimore it is. Baltimore Orioles really, <laughs> yeah. really really came into his own. Again, probably more allegiance <laughs> to the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles at this point. I don't get it. Yeah, that's, even though uh, he played the most games in his career for the Athletics. Yes, did he? Yes, hundred percent. Did, yeah. Didn't remember. Yeah, was he on the Philadelphia A's? No, I'm kidding. So um, yeah, definitive. Where did it come from? I think we talk about this every year, and you're like, man, like. What was the first Topps definitive release? Who knows? Do you know? Does Cody know? Does Doug know? Well, Doug I know. It just appeared out of the ether. <laughs> like, like it just kind of appeared Conrad, out of the ether. No, Conrad like probably knows. Is it, Going yeah. to Wayback Machine 2015. Mm-hmm. The Seven years ago. second to last Topps football product, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Second or third. No, I think it was what was the last one was filled with a bunch of redemptions. It was yeah, it was redeemed. Diamond. Diamond. Tops Tops Diamond. It was just, Tops diamond. It was just yeah. diamond. It was just diamond. Yeah. And it, it No, had, and I think they had that other one where it was a four autos, four packs, and it was I thought a, it, I thought a stadium it ended, club looking product. I thought it ended or maybe that no, was, no, that was that was field field level field, 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 access, field access. access. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it ended with diamond, diamond, definitive and diamond and diamond. You're right. Is that where diamond is a little? I I believe so. Could be. They they got the mm. two highest end baseball products from their last two football releases in 2015. Diamond was a one off man because it had the like the blue pens and the it was almost like a Spectra but without patches. I mean there was patches <clears> in there but it wasn't. I just I remember the redemptions. A thousand. I mean, it was, and it was scary because you're like, well, are these ever going to, is it's over? (laughs) And it kind of hit me as we're on the (laughs) subject of baseball. We're also going to have our newest buyback uh, bases loaded uh, major mojo coming out soon. 25 case run. So look out for details on that. But I wanted to talk about like, so definitive is is a high end diamond icons is a high end. And then you have like transcendent, right? So those are the three high end baseball. But you know, when you compare baseball to the other sports, there's no RPA, right? It, like, what product makes the RPA? I feel like, you know, you have National Treasures RPAs for basketball and football. You got them for baseball, too. And you have them kind of for baseball. <laughs> but I don't, I don't feel like you can tell collectors, like, obviously the first Bowman is king when it comes to what card you want. But, like, I feel like there's a lack of, you know, rookie patch autos in baseball as a go-to. Yeah. And I don't know if that can be solved or or it's just never going to be. But I think it's a good talking point because I think there is going to be Wander Francos in here. There is going to be Bobby Witts, but they're only on-card autos. So they're not – I mean, they're going to do well, but they're not going to be like their first Bowmans. So it's like, can we figure out a way to have like an RP? I know Dynasty does well too, but there's no direction that we can say that is the rookie patch auto for baseball. I think that the way it changes is if, you know, whatever the future is for the Panini brands, like if there is an NT 
like uh, RPAs of these big rookies, then I think that brand carries enough weight that that can probably fill that void. But I think until then, it's really it's the first Bowman, like you said. I think the first Bowman auto is king. But, it, for but baseball it's it, it's tricky because like you can have prospects. So if a prospect comes out and it's under the Bowman brand, and it's like, would that be their first RPA, not a rookie? Because in order to have an RPA, they would have to already make their major league debut. So one thing about baseball is that there's a lot of people who prospect and they collect three, four years before their player actually hits the majors and has a true rookie card. Yeah, I think the prospecting also is what kind of throws a wrench in everything. I, I don't know. Maybe there's down the road we get some high-end Bowman where there's like Bowman prospect, first Bowman RPAs, if, yeah. you, if you will. Yeah. That might be the other thing that kind of uh, takes. PPAs. It's, yeah, PPAs. If it's National PPAs. Treasures, some, I mean, and I'm, and I'm predicting that this is going to happen. I think at some point we will have a licensed National Treasures. Then that could change it all because you have NT football where you could hit Drew Brees and Joe Burrow. But you don't have that really in baseball yet. You have like definitives, probably the closest thing, but just it doesn't, it isn't as collecting worthy or high end as. I don't know if collect like baseball collectors flip out over patches unless it's like a batter silhouette or a bat knob or a bat plate as opposed to like the football collectors and the basketball collectors. Yeah, that's true. There is a different animal. It's more more of an on card auto yeah. type yeah. Uh, situation. But uh, and then you have flawless too, which I think flawless has been kind of bad for baseball. Um, it's like they kind of struggle to put it put together a high end set because they don't have trout. They don't have, you know, they, they it's like some of the subjects in there are not very transcendent or flawless like or definitive oriented. But it, but it still does well though. It does decently, but throw some licensing in there. Then maybe you have your RPA, and then you're you're, you're right when you say what what's the lo- the logo man equivalent to baseball the silhouette the batter silhouette which I doesn't have the same like drive that like the NFL shields and the uh, like the collectability really isn't there for the batter silhouette as opposed to like and why do you why do you think that yeah because baseball collectors again i don't think they look at relics and patches the same way as football collectors and basketball collectors do yeah is that what you're thinking too c-red i was just about to ask like i i always assumed that the batter silhouette was on the same at least the same level as the shield because you know the shields aren't like anywhere near what the logo mans are so I was going to ask you guys, I was like, doesn't it feel like the MLB better, or the, I guess the, you're saying the NFL shield is more sought after than the MLB logo. So, um, Well, you don't see as many silhouettes either yeah, compared to like logo bands or shields. Is it harder? To, I'm, I'm they assuming. are just as rare as a logo man, which is crazy. Think about it, which is crazy. I mean, I guess it may be origin, uh, <clears throat> the origins of where the jerseys for baseball goes, because you think about it, there should be a 162 jerseys, so it should be pretty easy to get batter silhouettes right is there a yeah, batter silhouette I mean, on the back of every jersey there is right yeah oh, right. yeah there is i i also don't know if baseball players have a new jersey every True. day i think i think superstition plays into that and they may have and i actually i mean i don't think they are given a new jersey every day i think 
it, it's not as lenient as football and and plus i mean they usually don't get the wear and tear you would get on a football jersey you'd get on a baseball jersey i think though there's still enough uh you know there's enough changing jerseys throughout the year plus there's stuff like all-star jerseys spring training jerseys postseason jerseys that they, those are not the same jerseys they're wearing throughout the season but you're right like i just remember uh specifically tim Lincecum, the hat he wore was the same hat yeah. he wore for about I, three or four years I, I I think for hats I don't I think a lot of players don't switch a hat. No, it's like switching their Very glove. Right. Like they're like this is this is the same glove I've been using since like middle school. Like I'm gonna use it forever. I mean, and maybe this will change with fanatics. But I know at the Giant Stadium, and I can't speak to any other stadium, is you could buy game used balls. Um, you could do the mystery bag like I did and get some base coach that retired, but it was game used. But there was a chance of a Buster Posey. There was a chance of uh, it was like a blind wrapped uh, game used jerseys that they sell there at the ballpark. Who is it again? Um, man, remember, do you remember that jersey I had? A, a re- uh, you said a retired base coach. It yeah, was. I remember we looked at all. It's we a retired. It, it was a bald dude from it was game like eighty seven. Um, it was like a, <laughs> the, one of their first base coaches. Um, was it Luis Pool? Uh, Luis no. Pujols? Was that who it was? No. no. Was it um, Roberto Kelly? No, it was uh, the wobbler, the old, uh, the, the they called him like the wobbler or whatever, uh, Kruk and Kipe. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't it's, recall. It's so notable that I, I can't remember I the can't name. I can't recall. Um, but it was a Gigantes jersey. Was, so. it, was it older? No, it was probably within the last four years. Man, how many? I, there hasn't I, been that many. I, there hasn't been coaches. that many base coaches. No. We'll have to look it up off, yeah, off we'll, rather than try to figure out have dead air. But <laughs> my point of bringing that up is it seems like the stadiums are trying to sell the jerseys. Why couldn't they just acquire some of those jerseys through tops and, and do more silhouettes and, and, and maybe make that rookie silhouettes? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking of how we can have a true RPA uh, silhouette for baseball. That's what I'm trying to figure out. The bat knob autos seem to do really well, and the old school bat knobs seem to be a high end collector's piece. Bat knobs, bat plates, uh, cut autos. Cut autos still have a. I mean, the right player. I, I think they're actually getting a little tired now. Yeah. The, the cut autos, mm-hmm. especially like of the players that we've seen. I feel like a million, like Bobby Thompson. Bobby Thompson has has to have like a tens of thousands of cut autos mm-hmm. that are out there. Yeah, but the a point a point to be made, Dan, that we will not have modern day cut autos because checks are not written as much as they were back then. So that that's what those are all from is it from return checks, you know, basically going into auctions and so stuff they like that. so players just. If they're not signing checks, they're not signing anything. No, we're gonna get docu signs. <laughs> we're gonna get docu sign cut autos. Ah, now That's a good su- point. suddenly the NFT crowd is like, "See, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> right? You gotta have an NFT docu sign cut auto. That's yep. what it's gonna be." It was originally signed by Barry Bonds' finger on his phone in 2000. I still sign checks. 25. What's up? I still sign checks too. Still, nobody there. wants your auto, Dan. Even though you did pull the 101. <laughs> Mac Jones, nobody cares. And your Lambo, which is gone now, apparently took it home. I <laughs> think um, it got stolen. It home. <laughs> no, it got stolen. It, it lasted like a week, and it's you know I got a I got a police report out on it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. I found it. There it is. I think Cody stole it from you. Um, all right. Well, let's pivot into some basketball talk. I guess uh, you didn't know these 
star 85 cards were not being uh, graded by PSA due to the amount of possible counterfeits that were introduced to the market. So now Nat Turner and PSA are like, we're, we know to how to tell fakes now, so we're going to start grading them again. Uh, if you don't know the history behind this, and I'll try to tell it as best as I know, uh, there was no real licensed, uh, this is licensed, but there wasn't any major manufacturer from the period, I believe, of 81 to about 85. So that's why 86, 87 is a lot of rookie year cards when it's not really their rookie year. So people are trying to lean and say, that well, the star 85s could be Jordan's rookie card because it's before Fleer. So I guess my question to you guys, we'll start with C-Rad, the basketball guy here. Is this MJ's true rookie card? No, because I feel like the Fleer has been established for so long now. And every few years, people do bring up the star card, and they're like, no, this is the rookie. This You need to be collecting this one. It's going to it's gonna overtake the Fleer. But it never seems – like I, I'm saying like in the last 10 years, I've heard it so many times over the years where like the star is going to be the one that you need to collect. And it, it, never, it never happens because I think just the Fleer is just – the tradition has just been too long now that it's it's that's established as his rookie card. Yeah, Dan. Here we go. Here we go. It's the. Uh, this is how we're evolving. This is the next pump pump and dump here. This is what we're gonna do. Everybody's gonna go out and they're gonna get these star cards. They're gonna get them graded by PSA. A couple people are gonna say this is the true rookie that you want. <clears throat> Already made all our money on the '86 Fleer. I mean, at one point, I think the Gem Mint 10 PSA Jordan was selling almost close to a million dollars. So we already made our money there. Now we're going to go straight into the star. Those are going to get graded. <laughs> Those are going to go through the roof. Come on. Were we going to fall for this? We're, we're, we're all going to fall for it. I think so. Doug, Game Doug, first. Doug are, you on, are you on eBay right now buying star rookies? Right here, 22,000. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> BGS 8. And I believe I don't know which one we had. So star, you know, into the great Don West was a very integral part of this. There was a lot of star being sold on the home shopping network. A lot of them. Now, I don't know if that led to the counterfeiting. I don't know. But there was, you know, you could find those videos on YouTube of, you know, Don West uh, yakking about the 85 stars. And, uh, you know, everybody gets one. Blah. Yeah. I know. How Don West, you know, he's a great salesman. And um, I don't know if they can. Time. My concern here is how do they know? Because if you've ever seen one of these cards, they are very basic. I mean, it was printed in 1984. So, I mean, it was also printed by a company that was a lot smaller in size than you know these companies now so how do they know what's real and what's not i mean they seem to be claiming that we have the technology now to be able to tell the difference we have years of research we know bgs has been grading these for a long time so you know there's uh, we assume that there is a, a, a standard out there to figure this out uh but yeah i'm kind of with you guys i think it's telling that in that write-up on Sports Collectors Daily uh, that uh, was talking about this, they mentioned that PSA is is kind of touting like you can bring yours to the national, almost like it's a sort of marketing ploy of like, they, hey, come to the national. It's the big 84, 85 Jordan oh, Star grading bonanza. At the I'm national. Not, I'm this not going. Year. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> we can't. Don't. Let's not. <clears throat> we all we all know we all know what the the true Jordan rookie is. Yep. We know. It also looks better. I just think this the actually looks it, better. It, it's funny. This is star. Doesn't it look like 
a FLIR design, like a FLIR baseball yeah. design. Kind of, but like from like 80, 82, 83 FLIR, a different color. But I, I swear there is a Tony Gwynn rookie that is like a gray border that looks almost identical to that card. The 83 tops. Is it is it 83 tops? That's where they had their face in the little circle, right? So that's the, I believe that's Tony Gwynn rookie. Uh, is the 83, which I think there's another there's another like an older 80s, like early to mid 80s FLIR design. It looks just like that, but just a different color. Hmm. But I, yeah, I mean, you're not you're not going to go around and say that this is the true rookie, are you? No, I mean, I it'd make for I good can. make for good radio, I guess, or whatever I we're doing podcast. But no one considers the 51 <laughs> Bowman the mantle rookie either. So there's that, right? So the 52. You don't think uh, this has to do with the fact that we've already every everybody has already made their money on 86 Flair, and now let's uh, let's tap a market that you know really. You don't think there's just an overwhelming amount of demand? Of no, <laughs> I don't at all. No. I think it's just like, hey, we've already made our money on this one card. Let's uh, let's go to the next card. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can get these into a, a, a six-figure PSA 10, $150,000, $200,000. Well, if that's the case, then we could put our tinfoil hat on, and we could basically find maybe one guy bought like 7000 of these, and, uh, it, it, and now it, he's going to cash out. It'll happen. It, it will happen. I mean, it's... The players at B probably already have those cards. Could be Don West. Could be Don West. He just <laughs> I could, also I also sell heard, him. He kept them. I also heard that these cards were printed after the fact as well. There was more of them printed. Yeah. So I, who knows? I mean, this eighty four, eighty five star could have been printed in nineteen eighty seven. I believe there's several different versions. Now, this is the 101, which I'm assuming is the most coveted. But I believe there's different versions that they made of the Star Jordan. Like there is a lot a, of them. There is a CEO or somebody who worked at Star that has shoeboxes full of these cards, <laughs> and they're about ready to be like a billionaire. Cardboard rich. Yep. Uh, no, I mean, it's going to turn into real, real money yeah. with a B. Star 85. I, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming the company was Star. I don't know if they were ever bought by anybody. I guess there's uh, – is there any history on Star there, Cody? I'd, uh, I'd have to double check. Do, do a little more digging. Star cards. Uh, I'm not sure. I, when I put it up on Google, the first thing I get are tarot cards when I look up Star cards. So that kind of tells you a little bit about their history. Yeah. Not very significant. Maybe you can ask them what they think the 85 That's Star true. will yeah. do. That's true. Maybe they can predict our future <laughs> when it comes to Star cards for Michael Jordan for the 84, 85 season. They're like, oh. I mean, I'm looking at an, an eight, an eight near me. I mean, $22,000. Yeah. I don't even know which one. I, now I'm interested because I put one in a buyback. I don't know if it was that one. Great. Uh, well, we there you go. You just burn six figures. Let's see. I'm going to be sad <laughs> if it's that one, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think there is, I think there's more than one version of that card, and we're determining see, that right there. That's a different one. I just pay. I paid a thousand for that one uh, a while back. All rookie team number two. Uh, this is all I I could find right now on uh, on Google, but from you 1983, a thousand dollars for that. Yeah, BGS 6.5, but it's not the exact one. From uh, 83 to 85, Star was the only NBA license uh, for, for trading Interesting. cards. Cool. Exclusive. Well, there you go. Yeah, what a time. Right, right, 
right before the national. Everybody's going to be going crazy over these star Jordan rookies. Are they, though? I don't want that 86, I, I, 80, 86, 87 Fleer. That's I feel garbage. Like the, what you're alluding to, the pump of this card, I feel like it almost feels like the same group that's been trying to do it every single time for the last 10 years. Could you be. Mean, you mean the old uh, Silver Prism group? Maybe. They've yeah. moved on. They finally they moved it, on. They, I mean, they've probably been moving on the whole time. we just been. Could be Nat Turner because everybody, everybody's be. been following suit for the last like five, six years and buying up whatever they buy up and then just uh what's the old the old terminology get get stuck holding the bag is so we they, still using that one they were yeah. only <laughs> available through hobby dealers and direct mail order as part of a chicago bulls team set so yeah. and a big reason why they were not being graded in the late 90s there was a home shopping network uh a big controversy where one of the former founders was selling these cards that were reprinted, uh, and that is why PSA has basically refused up to this point. To man, it all goes them. back to Home Shopping Network. It does. I'm telling you, man. It all just, comes full circle. It all, full circle. Full circle. And I... That's wild. Yeah. Well, as Doug alluded to at the beginning of the show, uh, our lucky winner i guess uh, could, uh the, the the guy who got the number one card that we have pulled ever all year ever, ever ever dan says ever dan says the best card we have ever pulled dan the, the best card dan has ever pulled eh, yeah pretty it, it's up there it's good uh, i you go to the you do these shows and you do the national and whatnot and that's like the first question i know conrad's probably got that question as well it's like even in the chat come in and they're like it's the biggest card you ever pulled. Like we do, like two hundred breaks a week. It, it, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> yeah. to. It's hard to remember. I mean, there's a lot of big ones. Yeah. But this is one that I definitely will remember, and it's it's up there as probably the biggest cards I've ever pulled. And it really had to do with the fact that it was flawless and it was on release day, and it was the first briefcase I opened up. So, pretty rememberable. Rememberable. So memorable. Memorable. We, we've invented memorable. a new word. Rememberable. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes. The guy who got that card, Jeremy, uh, came into Mojo Break to pick up his card, uh, and then was nice enough to sit down and talk to Dan and I to relive that day, to relive that moment. Talk about what his plans are. Maybe he's going to be coming to the national. To the, the the card may be on the floor at the national. If you guys want to get a close look at it, I think yeah, uh, you might he, be able to trade be. it for a, uh, a eighty three, eighty four, or eighty four, eighty five star That's Michael right. Jordan rookie. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the way those things are going. You know what? I think he needs to trade it for the Lambo. I think that's the only My fair Lambo trade. or the Lambo? Well, <laughs> you could throw in yours if you really want to, but no, the Lambo. I think that's the only fair trade, right? That's that's the only one you could do. So. In today's, um, you know, with gas prices the way they are. Yeah. Whew, yeah, why? That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a money pit. It's a money pit. Yeah, yeah you, you want to get rid of that. You want to get out of that Lambo. That's right. Yeah, you don't need that Lambo. You, you hear us? You'd, but you'd, would you rather have a Mac Jones one of one rather than the Leo Lambo? Anyway. Going into training camp. I mean, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. We, t- we talked about that with Jeremy. Uh, he was nice enough to sit down with us. Here is that conversation. All right, everybody. A very special segment here of the hype. Cody with you. And I've got two guys who were part of Mojo Break 
history. I've got, of course, you know Dan and a man who has come to pick up some very precious cargo. Jeremy is here uh, picking up the one of one, the flawless Mac Jones Shield RPA. Uh, first of all, I just got to ask, take us to that moment, Jeremy, of like, Watch were you were you watching the break live and yeah, like I what was what was going on was in live. your head when you saw that yeah, pulled? So I'll give you a quick rundown. I have a really good friend. We break, we join a lot of breaks. On release day, he's usually to my house by 10 a.m. You guys are breaking by eleven. So we were watching it live and I, I don't even know what to say about the whole situation except for that I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that that would be the proper response i yeah. feel like uh I, I would imagine in your years of collecting uh how long have you been collecting first of um all? as a kid i was a big into collecting i used to ride my bike to the local store pick up a couple packs go back to my house crack them do the same thing the next week with my paper route money and then i saw i got away from it for mm -hmm. a little bit and then during covid kind of pushed a lot of people back into it Started buying boxes and then got into breaks and I mean it doesn't end there. There's oh we're gonna have to edit that. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, we're no, doing yeah, we're doing great. No, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. No, you're doing great. I'm looking at this thing. I was gonna I was, say like I, when you have a card like this and you I, I was gonna say, man, you're like you're killing there's it like a, to the point where I'm like, we just have Jeremy come on and just be one of the right. hosts. <laughs> but there's like a moment, like you're having an out of body experience. Yeah. You're like, and now that it's in front of you, it's like I can't, you know, can't believe it's real. Uh, and before this, what was like the biggest card you had you had in your in your personal collection before this Mac Jones card? What were kind of the the um, gems of your collection? A lot of my big cards are actually from the 21 season, rookie season. Nice. So I've been chasing Mac since the beginning. Actually, I don't even want to say this, but since college, I was buying college cards. Oh, nice. I have nice. a bunch of college Mac yeah. autos. Nice. But um, yeah, I would say my other biggest card is I have another one of one, which is a Spectra rookie aura. Aurora? Aura? Aura. Mm -hmm. yep. Aura. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's a one of one gold vinyl. Um, immaculate gold jersey match. Um, that's the 25. And then a bunch of Panini ones. Nice. I mean, all the all the really good Mac cards. I have one of them. Nice. And then nice. this one. And now the yeah. Mac card. The Mac. In, in, the in, Mac. Yeah. The Mac. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't let Conrad pull that one. No. I had I had to come in. I don't break as much anymore. Yeah, but Dan, um, I feel like yeah, because you know we you've talked a little bit about it on the show, but now you, you know you're seeing the card again. Jerry's here, and just now you've had some time to to, to let it kind of man. You want to talk? In. You want to talk about having a heart attack? Like I went out. <laughs> we we started we started relatively early that day, so like. Wednesday is my run day in the morning. So I went out, got my two mile run, came in. I was after me running around and getting, you know, going crazy and shit. Like the house. Oh, I dropped a. Ooh, I should know better than that. That's why we got the bleep button. But like running, running around, I remember I came in and I like looked at Doug. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. And I just got done running two miles. I'm like, I should have taken my blood pressure. It would have been through the roof, but uh, it was crazy. I mean, to pull a card like that on release day out of yeah. this product, first case in, my first briefcase, because me and Doug split it, but my first briefcase, man. And to go to Jeremy, who's been 
searching for Mac Jones cards all year um, and supporting Mojo Break. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. And um, it goes down in history as I get this question a lot. We do different events. We do different podcasts. And they're always like, what is the biggest card you've ever pulled? This is up there. This is going to be one I remember. I mean, I'll be like, this is, that was it. And hopefully he takes off, wins a couple championships. And we're really, I mean, he, he turns into like Patrick Mahomes. And that will be a card that people will talk about forever. Yeah. Yeah, a long, long time. I do. I know, Jeremy, you're you're a Patriots fan. Patriots fan. So, uh, what are your expectations for Mac in 2022 and beyond? What do you What do you What do you think he can do? I mean, Brady feels like that's a bar that's that's almost impossible to reach. But realistically, where do you think Mac's going to be in the next, oh, let's say, the year, maybe even next five years down the road? I think Mac's really good. I think he just needs a team. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where he's at right now. So it's kind of like up in the air on what's going to happen with Mac, but he's playing with Bill, man. He's that goes playing with way. Bill. I, I Coming out of the draft, and I, again, not a Niners fan, but I was telling my Niner fan friends, I'm like, you guys want to go Mac Jones. He's the most pro-ready quarterback that can jump into a system and win right away as opposed to going with Trey Lance. And, you know, you guys are seeing that right now, being Niner fans, like – it's tough. Well, you know, he has. We'll, we'll still see. There's a lot of time left. He's still young. You can it's, do it. You can have a do-over. I think you probably would go Mac Jones. Well, it's only. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. He, yeah, look, would Mac go fifth? Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Even well, maybe further than that. I think or he went, yeah. yeah I mean, no. I, yeah. I think he went. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Patriots did trade up a couple yes. spots to get him. Yes. I, but I think he maybe 10th, yeah. 12th, something like Definitely that. Definitely defied expectations uh, in that first year and obviously being on the Patriots. And you know what? And look, I, I, I think uh, when we were talking about this, I was kind of like the one that was a little uh, colder on Mac, even though I think he's going to have a good career. But I think the thing I always think about, too, is those first few years of Tom Brady where it was not Brady that was yeah. like it was it was the defense it was mm-hmm. it was uh, Brady was like a good quarterback but then he took that leap in that sort of the next five like about maybe six well, seven got, years into his career to as soon as they started that all timer guy they started getting weapons around him yes and that that yes. changed I mean and like you said and, build the team yeah. and it be I mean those early Brady years it was like just don't lose the game for yep. us just yep. make sure you don't turn the ball over just play smart and let the defense and the running game and everything do it do its thing so. Yep. Well, Jeremy, one more question for you. What are the current plans for the car? Do you have any plans heading to the national to show off the car? What's what's the next uh, plan? Where's this card going? Oh, you're asking me the million dollar question. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe quite literally. The absolute million dollar question. I've lost sleep actually thinking about what I'm yeah. going to do with this card. I, I'm, it's coming to nationals. I'm going to try to get it. Um, Graded. Nice. Not graded. I think I'm just going to get it authenticated. Get it Get it slabbed. Get it slabbed yep. up. I'll have my security with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you need a team, we're, we're right there too. For oh, you. We be, got your back. I'll be there hanging the out with you guys oh, for, sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. We'll definitely get together. Would love to see it in its uh in its encased i'm assuming psa is where you'd go definitely yeah absolutely definitely. i think that's a smart move um yeah it's gonna be fun yeah. and and i i'm curious i'm curious to the offers that you're gonna get at the national i think it'll blow your mind 
Yeah. I might have to so. sell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll see. Might have to sell it. Hey, I think we said it on an episode uh, that it's going to be like, what, a week away from preseason? Yeah. Football hype will be at like the highest it's going to get. It's a great time. It's a, it's, a, it's a good place to be. And, you know, if you hold and Max winning a couple championships, then it's it's kind of a win-win right yeah, now. Yeah, it's definitely feels a like. win-win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Jeremy, congrats on Thank the car, congrats. man. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, man, just so much. Just the possibilities when you break with Mojo Break, you see what can happen uh, like a life-changing card. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Congrats again. Yeah, it's the same way. Like, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the experience. I appreciate how you guys are. And the number one thing, I appreciate this. Yeah. Choo choo. Absolutely. The bar the bar now is set pretty damn high. So <laughs> All right. Once again, big thanks to Jeremy. Again, congrats on the card. Uh, just a phenomenal poll, phenomenal day, and it should be awesome to see it uh at the national if he does indeed bring it. And hey, if you want to hold on to that, eh, what are the, what are the Patriots odds to win the Super Bowl this year? I haven't I haven't looked. I haven't checked recently. They uh got it. I mean Top half, maybe. Gotta be like top top fifteen, top yeah. sixteen. Definitely not in the top five. I'll tell you what. For that division, the Jets are coming. Jets are coming. Dolphins. Look out for the Dolphins too. I think Tua's. It's got to happen at some point. But Tua. This is the last year. I feel like with Tua. He's got, he's got some help over there now. He's so. got a lot of help. Buffalo. But oh duh, there's <laughs> like, that Buffalo team. Hey, huh? Buffalo. Hey, let me tell you something. If you're a Buffalo fan. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are coming. Okay, and I know that doesn't sound very dangerous because it's the Jets. Buffalo got uh, bu- Buffalo got Von Miller. Buffalo got Von Miller. Buffalo, yeah. I, I believe Von Miller's a traitor. I think Buffalo <laughs> is like probably the they're probably the favorite to win this year. Yeah, right? uh, they uh, actually. I was year. just looking at it. I think Rams. And I think it's a Ram, Rams and Rams and Bills. Uh, the the Bengals are up there as yeah. well, uh, but. I think right now, I, I think people are looking they're like, it's going to be a Bills-Ram Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. that makes which, sense, especially with the moves KC made which, where I, they got worse, even though, yes, Patrick which Mahomes any, still there. Anything can happen. Like, yeah. anything can happen. I mean, how often do you have these, like, before training camp, Super Bowl Teams odds, that are and, then, to win. and then, like, it just doesn't even get close to happening. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's no doubt that, like, the Bills and the Rams are going to be – competitive yeah probably going to make the playoffs but especially for the rams and being a rams and it's tough it's tough to win back to back teams are going to be gunning gunning for the rams i mean they're going to have a target on their they're going to go into every game and it's going to be the opposite teams like super bowl week <laughs> yeah. in and week out yeah. always yeah Absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, we're just a few weeks from a few weeks away from uh, football crazy. training camp. So uh, let's talk prison basketball. Uh, <laughs> prison Love basketball, it. folks. What? Love it. Look, yeah, basketball season just ended. But of course, one of the biggest releases of the year, uh, prison basketball has arrived or is about to arrive. Uh, if you're listening to this, we're just a day away from a, a huge release. Uh, the first look at these uh some kate cunningham's evan mobley gonna be the guys we're chasing uh what are we th- what are we thinking how are we thinking uh prism basketball is going to be this year uh, i think we've been talking I, it, be a few months ago i think right as the playoffs were in the we were in the middle of playoffs wasn't a ton of basketball at least from this season's rookie class out there so it felt like boy these guys are kind of just getting lost in the shuffle um 
is that i mean this is all is going to change obviously with the, the release of prism uh what do you guys think just going, going it's into crazy this? how i mean what the time of the year it is right now we're talking about summer prism. i mean we have summer league the finals just ended uh i mean we are what two months away from like a little preseason basketball training camp i mean the next year is right around the corner like we're going to be getting collegiate products soon and i feel like we have maybe 15 more basketball products that are coming out yep for this year so like it it just it feels weird it feels weird to be talking about prism this late now Prism will have legs. It'll uh, the market will will love it. There'll be huge cards pulled. The golds will be insane. Like the Mojo prisms are going to be ridiculous. What I do think is going to happen is, since we are so close to next season, I think the market will taper off a little bit, and you're going to start seeing, especially guys like Chet, OKC Thunder putting up, you know the stats he's putting up in the summer league out of the gate, that's going to get people speculating on next year already. They may start saving their money and be like, okay, I'm not going to buy this year's prism or this year's optic or this year's NT. I'll just save it for whatever releases we're going to have early in the next season. So I don't know. It's a weird time. It's a crazy time. Yeah. I, I think if the positive spin is that I, I think that you could make an argument to say, a lot of these big rookies that people are going to be chasing have now they've got a better supporting cast around them like Cade Cunningham. It's got Jaden Ivey now where you think Detroit might make some, make some noise here. They, they might actually put together a really interesting team. That's a good point. Uh, Chet Holmgren obviously joining OKC. Josh, Josh Giddy. Giddy. That really, and he's been a guy I feel like has, uh, of this rookie class, his value has ramped up. I feel like he's kind of become a favorite among collectors. The uh, Magic what do you think, Kids, Sarah? those two rookies that they have, now they got that number one pick. Yeah. You're right, dude. Like This draft that just happened, in a strange way, not a, maybe not a strange way, but in, it's actually going to help this draft class that we're still going through because their teams have massively improved yeah. with the rookies that these guys have picked up. Because, you know, they're, they're, the, they're rookies for a reason. They went to the bad teams, and then now another year of that, they got their rookie season underway. Then they were able to pick up more good player, young players that should even propel them to be, you know, even better teams, even better, maybe even better players in their second year. You know, we don't see the, how good these kids are until there's usually their second, third year, right? Until we can really determine how how viable they'll be, like as ter in terms of like superstars or all stars and stuff. So yeah, and I didn't even mention <coughs> uh, the fact that like the Magic have obviously Suggs and and Wagner in here. That's what I was just saying. Uh, uh, Banquero, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, the, the fact that Paolo Banquero, the number one pick, goes there like that is as exciting a young team potentially on paper uh, in basketball. Yeah, those three teams you just said, like the Pistons, massively improved with the, the rookies they picked up. Thunder, obviously with Chet, this is going to be a huge boom for that team, and then the Magic too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, and I and I get it. If it, there is maybe a little bit of pause of like, does this thing lose steam faster than previous Prism releases? Do well, you guys see that? I, I was gonna say, you know, in the last, <laughs> so we we got twenty twenty one Lamelo Prism last twenty twenty one January. Okay, so we are a year and six. We waited a year and a half. To get the next rookies class prism. Now, in that year and a half span, the prism market 
has substantially cooled down mm-hmm. um, just across the board between football and basketball. So I'm very curious to see how, how the market responds. Obviously, we're still, so like I said, summer's been, this has been the hottest summer for sports cars that I've seen in the last, you know, um, six, seven years. Like, usually summers are pretty dry time, but it's been firing all cylinders for, especially for football and basketball and baseball, too. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how the market does. I mean, let me, let me ask you a question. So the, we're, our, schedule the schedule of releases have been so off do you think they're gonna try to eventually catch up oh, or do you man. think or do you think this is just the new schedule now we're gonna get prism in the summertime Ah, uh, man you're right i mean th- something has to give right this is either gonna be the new norm or we're gonna get completely just destroyed by <laughs> i mean we see it every fourth quarter and yeah. we're and we're slowly heading into it but you see like November and December, historically, you see, like, so many releases. And with this backlog that we have, potentially we could see the biggest month ever in December for releases if they ever intend to catch up. Yeah. So I remember... (laughs) I remember sitting there counting like a couple of years ago. Like, and it hasn't been as bad like the last couple of years, but yeah. there was a couple of Decembers where there was like 60 or 70 releases. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And like, I think we- it, it was ridiculous. I mean, every Wednesday you would have like six or seven releases. And then on Friday you would have like eight releases and then like i remember at one point there were there was like releases on monday like, <laughs> like we're doing we're doing a monday release like, i mean yeah. i mean it was it was chaos i think we may see that again maybe not to the extent where they can just completely ramp up and catch up i don't think we're gonna see prism basketball come out in january anymore yeah. i think it's gonna be Later, well, even even the, that coming out in January was, was because pushed. of the pandemic, yeah. right? Because we usually see Prism actually in November every yep. year. Yep, yeah, usually about a month, a month and a half after the season. Yeah, and and that is like the perfect timing for Prism because yeah. everybody yeah. has basketball on the dome. These a lot of these rookies are playing, they're performing. You're getting like highlight dunks like i mean you're really seeing these players and how they're interacting with their teams uh and it's still early enough for you to really it, prospect. It, and it's also early enough to where you don't know if like this surprise team can make a playoff run you you don't know i mean right now like where prism came out we know what these rookies did <laughs> yeah like it it's funny that you guys were saying we're like almost prospecting next year with how these teams are going to be performing with the new rookie it's class. It's weird. Like, yeah. like we're almost like there's going to be teams in PYTs that sell based on what said team did in the off season. Yep. More so than the rookie they're chasing for that specific product. Right. I mean, what a time, what yeah. a time. I mean, and I, I don't 
I hope this isn't the new norm. I don't think this is a good time for Prism to be released. And I think, too, it's tough because I think that of all the sports, I think there's an overlap of basketball and football collectors. And you have so much of each product coming out right now that I think it can be a little overwhelming. If like if you if you are collecting both of those sports that you just had prison football a month ago and now prison basketball plus obviously some huge football releases still to come it could feel a little overwhelming and i guess the if it is it going to change i guess it depends on what happens here like if there's a, still a clear demand and things are fine then i don't see why they would have any reason to change to rush things if everything seems to still be selling as as well as it ever has despite the release date but if it doesn't then maybe they say okay we have to we we got to get back on I mean, track it, it, it's tough for the average collector when you have back-to-back releases like that yeah. especially if there is crossover with football collectors and basketball collectors with both prisms coming out like within a month of each other we may see it again with optic Yep. Optic football oh, yeah. still needs to come out. Yeah. Optic, basketball optic basketball needs to come out. Like, yeah. there's a chance that those can come out and within a month of each too. other. And select football and select <laughs> basketball and like NT basketball coming out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, like you were saying, I think there will be a push to try to, try to compensate yeah. and catch up. But it is going to be brutal, and certain products are not going to perform as well as they have historically just because people do not have unlimited resources to buy trading cards. And that's the other thing that's I, I don't see it happening, but I feel like products are going to have to get on like are gonna get lost on the cutting room floor right at some point oh whoa, going whoa, whoa, whoa. To, yeah i know no, no, i know no 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 they're not gonna no 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 getting recon basketball yeah right i know we're getting them all i know what what's the new one photogenic basketball i know that i just saw that just yeah that just went straight to dutch auction so yeah and i i didn't get any i completely forgot because again even though i live this i live this I forgot. Right. Yeah. Right. And I do this every single day of my life, and I forgot. So yeah. no, so no, no chance they're going to leave money on the table, even if it's a little bit of money. There is no product that they are going to basically say, "Not." I know we were going to do this, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that, that is a conversation that, in twelve years of doing this, is not common. How many products no, doesn't have been? Scheduled for to get released and then and then canceled. I've actually I, I only mean, seen Upper Deck do it. Recently. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's happened. It's in in twelve years. I think it's happened less than ten times. Yeah. So I guess that my point be yeah. If they they're not willing to do that, then I just don't see how they can catch up without yeah, rushing this, might, this out. This and might and be then the new normal schedule. Be, yeah. It and we we have to adjust. We don't we don't want we don't want prism. We don't want prism in in July. No. After the season's done. We don't want prism in July. No, we don't. After the draft. Prism <laughs> basketball is coming out as the MLB All-Star game is happening. That just everything about that sentence feels yeah, weird. A, you yeah. know, at least this is NBA because about 2 months 2 3 months ago when Prism Draft Basketball came out, I was like this is the worst timed product of all time. We're like at the end of the NBA season, and we're getting Prism Draft for the previous draft class. That one could have been cut. Could have been. That one could have been. But no way. No way. Not and happen. if they're not going to cut that, right. <laughs> then they're not cutting any. Not cutting recon. They're not cutting anything. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, let's let's get. Uh, no, go ahead, Sierra. What are you going to say? 
I was gonna say I, I pray that we get Prism Draft basketball on time in October yeah. because, please, well, basketball that, guys. That is where that product should. That's when it should release. That's before the season. Before starts. the season starts, it's the only way that product truly has legs in and can actually be collectible. It has to be before the season starts. Yeah. Yep. It has to be kind of like a preview product for these rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need to get away from the overlapping of pro releases and collegiate releases. Yeah. Because the collegiate releases will never be able to sustain. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if... Did, I mean, Prism Draft, you sold it, but I don't I don't think you had a lot of people asking for it. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. No. no I, not that one really that one really hit home for me when when it did finally come out. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah we I, are behind. I, I mean, I had to do a double take and be like, is this is this really for? 2122 22 23 and i'm like okay cool i'm like we're gonna have a, a real long overlap of years here and rookie classes are gonna be chasing but i'd rather have that yeah than have before the kids give me a good draft yeah, yeah but we're having at we're, least it's something different it's it, where you know you you're not pulling the Cade cunningham college cards three weeks before the prism stuff comes out because then it's like yeah what's the point you're pulling Cade cunningham college cards and the season's over right <laughs> yeah. right season's why season's yeah. done we're done we got a preview card like <laughs> i mean we've already seen him in his in his in his nba jersey right. but here right. you go saw about 60 games I, worth I, of it. I don't it, so we I, got, I think i don't think this was like the manufacturer's intention at all i think the supply chain issues i mean have definitely been wreaking havoc from that aspect as well um it's it's tough i mean there's not an unlimited amount of printing facilities that's that's what i was gonna say too like the only way to really solve this too is that if they you know i don't know if it's if it's how this is possible like is there another printing facility that can hire to, to to print these cards you know i mean i don't know too much i know there's one main one in somewhere in texas and i think a lot i think all the manufacturers use, that, use that one but yep. if you've noticed with some of the tops releases you've seen uh like made in mexico you've seen made in italy yeah except the, with and, the, the and, f1 and i want to say the cards that are made in italy are like chef's kiss like for some reason the the quality control on those cards and it's it's been f1 it's been some soccer that's been coming from mm-hmm. italy as well and i think maybe um some other releases that i've noticed from italy but damn their quality is pretty good from italy and that and that tells me that there there are different facilities i mean you gotta figure it's probably pretty expensive even with just getting those cards over from europe into the hands of yep. the u.s distributors and that plays a part in the pricing that that definitely is going to affect affect the price so i i I will say tops and now they don't have to deal with multiple sports like with as many as panini but tops has been pretty good with trying to rein it in and get things out on schedule how they normally everything's been on time yeah everything even tops definitive usually comes out in march okay so we are behind as well but Tops has been doing a better job at it's trying still a, to keep it as close to the, yeah, It's still they, a 2022 product during the 2020. They, they have, season. but again, they can they can really 
focus in on the baseball category. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, but they've also had their issues. I mean, yep. Tops Chrome Platinum Anniversary. Yeah, that is a 2021 product. What year, what year we in? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And okay. that's kind of what made it so jarring was it's that, like Tops has loud. been really on the ball and, when it comes to and that. that. And that one specifically coming out, for the average collector, so confusing. It's very confusing. Because you would buy, you would go into a card shop and buy that product. You're like, oh, it just came out. And you're going to be looking for what rookies? Wander. Yeah. Wander. Wander, Julio, Bobby what? Witt, yeah. all those Oh, guys. yeah, like all these guys. Nope. This is an amazing product. How and about then uh, Ryan Mountcastle? You basically go back and don't, I mean, don't take anything away from Ryan Mountcastle. Great player, having a great, great player. year. Maybe an all-star player. Should be, should be. Yeah. Um, but it's so confusing. So confusing for just the average collector to not know that you're not chasing the 2022 rookies. You're changing. You're chasing the 2021 rookies. Yeah, that one. That one's a the, that one's a strange one. Yeah, that, we yeah. rarely don't. We rarely see that from tops. Like yeah, we we rarely do. I mean, we just. I think we just saw it recently with Upper Deck and Goodwin Champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2021 Goodwin Champs coming out in 2022. <laughs> yep. Uh, that not as big of a deal because there really isn't specific rookie classes you're looking for. Yep. Uh, so you can kind of get away with it, but the tops one is is confusing. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I I do want to get back to to prison basketball. Oh just yeah, the product ta- itself. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's yeah, right. you know that thing. Uh, that that product. Just the product <laughs> itself. Uh, obviously, I I do feel like the last few years since basically in a post Zion Jaw world, the like oh can we ever top it? Obviously, I don't feel like most people thought last year we could with Lamelo and Ant Man, and I feel like it got pretty close. And I think now both guys are pretty like it, it, Edwards maybe beyond Lamelo uh, in terms of some hobby love. Um, where are we at with this class? Is it pretty much Cade and then just a mix of guys, or is there a certain guy that I, now that the dust is settled from the season that you like more than the other or you I, think the hobby is going to gravitate to i think that similar to football actually there are multiple guys that you can go after in this draft class you know um and they've proven towards the end of the, we started off the season really rough with these r- rookies there was no storylines for them they weren't they were playing okay their teams obviously they're you know these rookie teams are always generally going to be losing um, but they really started – a lot of them started to pick it up towards the end of the season. You started to see them being featured more on ESPN on a nightly basis, kind of more storylines coming out about them, about how they're playing. So similar to football, 2021 football, like I feel like there's a – like when you're doing – especially if you're doing like say like a random or something, a random teams, like you, there are more teams you could, you could, you'll be happy about if you do get them, like similar to football, right? So you got Cade with Pistons, Jalen Green, Rockets, obviously Josh Giddy Thunder, the two rookies on the Magic that we talked about. I mean, Scotty Barnes is a rookie of the year, Evan Mobley for the Cavaliers. Um, obviously, Warriors is always going to be a hot team because they do have Kaminga and Moody. And then you know, coming off of the championship, they're always going to be a hot team anyways. So... Yeah, I, there's a lot of good teams to, to chase after in, in the set. I just, uh, again, I'm curious because the prison market has drastically changed in the last year and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be in three, four, five years from now, we're going to look back on this rookie class and there's going to be somebody that everybody is chasing that none of us mentioned. Yep. There's going to be that yeah. player that was maybe 18th pick overall, 19th pick overall, that just all of a sudden becomes an all-star 
and that is the player. And and I mean, you it we've always seen it that the window for that player may not be a huge window and it may not last forever, but there's always those players that pop and everybody goes back and tries to hunt down that that prism mm-hmm. uh, release. So I, I think we got to take that in consideration as well, that three, four, five, six, seven years down the road, there's going to be players that we go back. Now, the one thing about prism as I see it now as a basketball release and not a football release the days of pulling a base rookie card and it being worth 150 200 raw i i think i think those those days are over yeah um yeah i think the cards that are gonna hold monetary value are gonna be not even necessarily silvers i think it's gonna be those rookies that are stamped and numbered on the back regardless if they're like number to 299 or 249 or 199 those are going to be the rookie cards that you're going to want to look for and uh and collect and hold on to yeah it doesn't feel like this year's like prison football where yeah if you pull a mac or a trevor lawrence base you still feel pretty good about yeah. yourself i don't see a cade cunningham or a josh Giddy no i mean rookie. they are they are going to be more. probably worth 20 30 yeah. 40 bucks which exactly. is an amazing value for a base card I just think that like over the last two three years we've like lived in this ridiculous market where <clears throat> I mean remember like Luca bases at one point we would open up an eighteen nineteen prism and it would be like Luca hmm. base like six seven hundred dollars yeah. raw yeah it's like ridiculous ridiculous yeah um, they're not that much anymore yeah. <laughs> no you know one one wrinkle. Um, obviously coming off of the John Moran Zion era and then we went into the LaMelo and Ant-Man uh, prism and with grading uh, obviously not accepting the lower tiers so that that was a big thing for prism last year right it's not it's no longer you can just get into a break and then send all your base cards to PSA and like hope hope for the best mm-hmm. like people really had to be mindful of the cards that they were sending in during prism last year now with that said psa has opened up back their lower tier service so you know i'm not saying like people are still going to rush out and send every single base card i'm pre- i'm sure people are way more mindful in this market current market but i feel like we are going to start seeing a lot more graded cards than we did last year because of how um closed off beckett and psa were yeah, I just I think you're gonna see <clears throat> parallel rookies and you're gonna see silver rookies. I just don't think you're gonna see an influx of somebody submitting seventy base rookies of Cade Cunningham into a group submission like you would back Zion's year or Luca's year. Maybe. Um I wonder though. I think it was what is the current price for the lowest? Tier? I think it's like thirty. It's like thirty. That, it's like thirty bucks or 30, something like 30, that. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. I wonder if the raw card sells for thirty and you can get it graded for thirty. If you're able to get like a PSA ten, would but, it be worth? But more than remember, $60? I mean, and we've seen this the last couple of years. Like PSA isn't handing out tens like they used to hand out tens. Like you could probably submit forty cards, and I, you may only get four tens back mm-hmm. you may get 39s and a couple eights yeah yeah it's good I'm, I'm just saying i'm, I'm curious i don't know if it's gonna happen or not i'm just curious with the lower tier being open again what people are gonna do with their kate cunningham's and evan mobley like just base rookies uh, are they gonna send them in are they gonna send them to like maybe sgc like you know people are still gonna try it 
um, because the, it all depend on what they. Well, resell people were doing this. it before because you would get your cards graded, and you were basically just printing money. Yeah. Like you were like, I'm gonna send my cards in, especially when they were like, they're gonna like get, they're gonna get tens, fifteen dollars a grade. Yeah, spent fifteen dollars, got it back. Now I'm into this card for twenty five dollars, but it's selling for a hundred and fifty all day long. Yeah. Um. Now, if you were to send in a Cade Cunningham, you were to get a nine. Now in today's market, I think it. You basically, it's a wash at that point. $30 for grading. Card's probably worth 30 bucks. You get it slabbed. It's probably worth 60 bucks now. So, that's a PSA 9? PSA 9. And yeah. hypothetical. I'm not saying that like Cade Cunningham's are going to come out and they're going to be $30. I don't know. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. as an example. Uh, what I'm also going to be looking for this year, too, is obviously um, I want to see what the inserts look like. I want to see what photos they use for the players, obviously. There's got to be, you know, every every year Panini does a pretty good job of adding something extra besides ch- just chasing the rookie stuff. Yeah. Like 2021 Prism will forever be a good product to open just based on the fact that those LeBron Kobe tribute cards are going to be in there and there's always going to be parallels of that yeah. that people are going to want to chase. Yeah, if there's something special about like a say <clears throat> maybe they do it to a Steph Curry card this well, year or something like that. They have the 75th anniversary set. Now, yes, from the matchup, they look okay, but maybe in person, maybe if we see parallels of it, they might look better. They so. it, Some checklists I was reading were alluding to that as a chase in this set, so I don't know what the... I didn't get to see what the exact odds are yeah. for pulling those inserts. I guess we'll find out on Friday. And, and if there's parallels those. of that. Because, you know, Panini has been doing a pretty good job of adding all these 75th anniversary parallels in mm-hmm. all of their products. Um, and they've, for the most part, been all pretty nice. So we'll see what the Prism one looks like. I'm curious. Yeah, I think, sure. it, I think it, it needs maybe a little bit of that kind of push. Uh, with Again, it's not a, it's not, this is not a weak rookie class. I think it has the potential down the road. We look at this product and we go, wow, it's filled with like four or five guys who made it. Uh, I, I, I think maybe even more so than some of the previous rookie classes that I think were pretty top-heavy with yeah, these top superstar heavy. guys. Yeah. Whereas this one, I just think the, it's the depth of this class could, mm-hmm. could really be the – the staying power. Yep. Uh, for, and it, lo- for and it looks like that uh, the upcoming draft is going to be like that as well. Yep. You know what else? Like one thing, one last thing we could touch on on Prism is that the fact that Prism basketball, unlike football, does not have the color blast. I feel like that would add a crazy amount of value to Prism basketball. But I, I understand why they keep it with Spectra as well because it does give Spectra something special to look yeah. forward to. And I do like that it's the a little bit thicker cardstock in Spectra, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be a fun release. Uh, Prism basketball, always an exciting day. Prism basketball release day this Friday. We'll be breaking it uh, over on uh, YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Go find some spots and some group breaks over at mojobreak.com. We're ripping it live on loop, our debut on loop. Make sure to download the app. We're going to be breaking a Prism basketball all day long over there. Should be a lot of fun. We also have it available on Mojo Break Shop. There you com. go. It's, if you want to uh, get your own box and do your own group break at home. There you go. We got it. Oh, the whole Mojo Break family is going to have. Everybody's got there. it. Yeah. Everyone. Everybody. Everyone. If you don't have it, what are you doing? First off the line, too. FOTL. Coming <laughs> in tomorrow. FOTL. Actually, I don't know when we're going to. It, it will. Thursday. Yeah. It, it'll get here. <laughs> it'll get here. It'll get it'll, here. Maybe. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of The Hype. Thanks for listening. Uh, wherever you listen, uh, Spotify, Spotify. 
Apple Podcasts. Uh, thanks for subscribing. And if you're not subscribed already, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening to us somewhere else, Mojo Break Sports Card Show is the show to subscribe to. You'll get new episodes of The Hype every Thursday, new episodes of our baseball card podcast, Wax Packs and Warning Tracks, every Tuesday. So make sure to check that out. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mojo Break. Make sure to subscribe to Mojo Break Media. You'll get the full video podcasts. Maybe you're watching it right now. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Until next time, for Doug, for Dan, for C-Rat, I'm Cody. We'll talk to you soon.